James Martin, you're an American Jesuit over here in Ireland for the World Meeting of Families. You're a, an author and very well known around the world. You are coming from a country that has been rocked itself as Ireland has been in the past, by reports into the clerical sexual abuse of children. Horrific reports, it has to be said. We're talking now about the Pennsylvania report. Your reaction to it? Well, I was horrified. I'm a Pennsylvania-born person myself. I'm from Philadelphia originally. I grew up in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, which is in Pennsylvania. And I think this is worse than 2002. In 2002, for the most part, it was it seemed to be confined to certain archdioceses. The worst, of course, the... Seemingly worst one was the Archdiocese of Boston, where you had cardinal law and these really unbelievable cases. There were others, of course. That led to the Dallas Charter, which instituted the rule that no priest with a credible accusation of sex abuse was left in ministry, in active ministry. And so most people thought that that was it, in a sense, and that all those things had been out and that had been taken care of. What Pennsylvania shows is it is a systemic problem. It's a, it's a huge historic problem. And that we had 300 priests over the course of 70 years who were credibly accused of sex abuse. And I think people were just stunned by the number. Yeah. Someone said that's something like 15 a year in the, in, in the state of Pennsylvania. That's not even counting Philadelphia. And so it was just shocking. And, and on top of that was the, the Cardinal McCarrick case. The former Archbishop of Washington was found to have sexually harassed young men and even abused a minor. And so it's just disgusting for people. And it's, for me, it's infuriating. Uh, it's enraging. It's also embarrassing and, and shaming as a priest. But we really have to get through this and we have to face it squarely and we can't resist. One of the other things about that report, and I think that people in Ireland have felt very strongly about, is that the horrendous crime of paedophilia is one thing. But when you cover it up or deal with the perpetrators in the way they have, you mentioned Cardinal Law. He was able to get sanctuary in the Vatican and go around giving tours of chapels. You look at the people who are moved from one place to another. There is something shocking at the core of that in terms of the response, now how can that be tackled? Well, I think what you're pointing to is sin. And I think you're right. I think that most Catholics are more upset about the cover-ups because I think most Catholics understand, you know, pedophilia happens in schools. Uh, you know, the, the most common place for sexual abuse to happen is in families, you know, Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts. Uh, you know, so I think that they're obviously not okay with it, but in a sense, they sort of comprehend it. The cover-ups, however, do not happen in the same way um, because you don't have this sort of worldwide organization that is able to cover it up so much. The only thing that we can do, uh, because institutions love to protect themselves, the only thing we can do is uh, sort of have a full accounting, you know, have all the archdioceses and dioceses and religious orders, including the Jesuits, come out with all of their cases. Uh, I think that you need to put some teeth into the rules that govern what happens when a bishop has covered things up. I think that when a bishop is removed, it should be said why he is being removed. Uh, and finally, I think a lot of these things need to be turned over to lay people. So it really has to be uh, a direct response. And I think it has to happen really quickly as well, because I think people are getting really fed up and they're just walking. I, I, I just, I talked to a friend of mine who said that the week before, um, uh, the Pennsylvania case came out, there were double the number of parishioners in his parish who came to Mass on Sunday. 
Now, those suggestions that you're making, I mean, they are pretty radical. If, if you're asking for every diocese to open up the cases that they have, some people might say, well, that's an infringement because maybe something was said about me that wasn't true or said about my deceased uncle or whatever, and that that's a grave injustice because that will be made public. Also, as you say, the system really wants to protect itself. Do you think that... Pope Francis could or anybody could drive through that kind of reform? I'm not sure. I think it's a good point. I mean, I would say credible accusations, and that would take a lot of work. You might have, for example, a lay board go through and say, what what constitutes a credible accusation? Um, because I think if it were up to the dioceses or religious orders, they would say, well, well, we'll leave these aside. Imagine going to confession and saying, well, I'm only going to tell you the sins that I am forced to be told. So that's why I think you need someone who's really going to kind of encourage this happening. I don't know who else could could do this except Francis, because you know if we leave it up to the bishops' conferences, I you know I don't sort of impute nefarious motives to them, but in many cases they do not have the authority. As far as I understand it, the bishops' conference does not have the authority to tell a bishop what to do. So only the Pope has that. So in other words, the head of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops is not the superior of the Archbishop of Philadelphia, the Archbishop of Boston. And the head of the Irish Conference of Bishops is not the head of the Archbishop of Dublin. For example, the head of the Archbishop of Dublin is the Pope. So even if bishops' conferences do this, and I know Pope Francis loves because of subsidiarity, kind of pushing things down to local level, which makes sense. In this case, I think there's only one person who can do it. And either that or you change canon law. It is radical, but this is, I think, desperate times call for desperate measures. Pope Francis did issue a letter at the beginning of the week, and he, whilst didn't give concrete proposals, he did nonetheless talk in tougher language than was normal, and he talked about it being a crime, and he talked about a culture, in particular of clericalism, which he has been talking about since the beginning of his pontificate, do you think that he gets it? I do think he gets it. I mean, I think you can't meet with victims and not get it. You can't work in the church and not see the effects of the clerical culture. I think one thing that he may not get yet is that things have to be handled swiftly with bishops who cover things up, at least in the United States. Now, in Chile, he was very quick. And maybe that's because he understands the situation uh, better because it's Latin America. But and because he made a big mistake. Correct. I think there's a tendency on his part to, in a good way, to not sort of bring everything onto himself and to leave things at the local level. There's a theory in Catholic social teaching called subsidiarity, which means that the local uh, level knows how to solve a problem better, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, the Vatican can't solve every problem. They're not going to sort of reach down and say, this is what a parish should do. The parish knows best. But in some situations, you really only have one person who has the authority to do these things. So I'm hoping that he, he really pushes these things ahead. Yes, and particularly because some people would feel that the Vatican and the Curia have thwarted not just local bishops, but also the Pope himself when he had to sack Cardinal Muller. Um, and Mary Collins here in Ireland spoke about that. So there are difficulties, and as you say, that needs the Pope to, 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 to tackle it. Do you think the Church can recover from this? And do you think that there is a possibility in the years ahead that they can rebuild? How would they do it? Well, you know, Jesus Christ said about the Church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So we are people of the resurrection. We believe in hope that absolutely. I mean, I don't think you can ever say this is beyond us. This is we, we, because that's despair. 
and we can't give into that. So yeah, I mean, and and we have the tools to do it. It's not that hard to see how to do. I mean, it it doesn't take a rocket scientist to to understand how to you know address these things and where the problems are. The the question is the will. Do we have the will to do it? And are we uh, able to be humble enough to do it? So I think we need some guts and we need some humility too. And the laity as part of it. Absolutely. I mean, because we the, the, the clergy have shown that they cannot police themselves. 